Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Jesse the Planet is here. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast today. In the world going to hell in a handbasket, people don't know what to do. People in fear over COVID, everything going wrong. Well, you know what we decided to do here at Jesse the Planet's Ministries? Make you laugh. So we take you into a series that I, I tell you what, it's went all over the world. There's so many different stories entitled, A Merry Heart Doeth Good Like a Medicine. Are you ready to laugh? It's time to lift your spirit and heal your soul. That's what we're going to do. We're going to take segments and just flatten, make you laugh. And guess what? You're going to feel better. So call a friend, tell them to turn that television on. They're going to be blessed. A merry heart, good, good like a medicine. Watch, laugh, and enjoy yourself. Because Jesus loves you, so do I. My first major revival was in a Baptist church in Ladonia, Texas. I preached the big spots. Ladonia, 809 happy people welcome you to the city of Ladonia. That's right out of Commerce, Texas. Anybody know where that place is? Right out of Commerce. And I thought I was going to preach in the building. It wasn't preaching in the building. I was preaching in a man's uh, uh, field that was going to have a brush arbor. I didn't even know what a brush arbor was. I thought that was the name of the town, Brush Arbor, Texas. I saw this beautiful Baptist church. I thought, praise God. How can these things be? Can these bones walk? I've hit the big time. I'm going to preach in a church with white pillars in the front of it. Glory to God. And they said, I said, this is what we're going to preach? No, no, uh, we're going to have a brush off. Brush off. I thought that's the name of the town. No, the name of the town is Ladonia. I said, well, where's brush off? He said, oh, let me show you where brush off is. <laughs> Drove out to a cow pasture. Sat out there with a bunch of sticks stuck up in the ground, half cut, with chicken wire on the top of it. And they throw grass and, and, and tree limbs. I said, what is if it rains? He said, well, you get wet. I said, oh. Well, praise God, okay. So that night I went to preaching. There were 34 people in the whole place. 34 people looked small in about 890 acres of land. Stuck slap in the middle of a pasture. Now you gotta understand, I'm a Cajun boy. We ain't seen much pasture. We see swamp. We don't, you know. Pasture, man, I can see pasture everywhere. Saw cows. I said, they got cows out here. He said, yeah, the man owned the cows. I said, well, you're not gonna get the cows out the pasture? He said, well, no, we can't get the cows out the pasture because then we couldn't use the pasture. I said, he said, well, I said, well, suppose the cows come in here when we preach. Oh, they won't come in here. I said, okay. He, I said, you sure? He said, I'm sure. You know, these cows don't like people anyway. That's the first line Baptist I ever met in my life. <laughs> so they gave me the service. I am not exaggerating. I'm telling you something. I, it's amazing. I start preaching. I preached about 20 minutes and people were looking at their watches, which meant shut up. It's time to shut her down, glory to God. So I said, everybody bow your head and close your eyes. Well, I was excited. God, God's using me. God's using me. God's using me. Boy, I tell you, God was about ready to fall off the throne with laughter here. I bowed my head too. I said, nobody looking around because I heard somebody say that so I thought that was real spiritual. <laughs> Bow your head, nobody looking around. If you don't know Jesus tonight and you'd like to make a public profession of your faith, I'm going to ask you right now with every head bowed, no eyes looking around, close your head. <laughs> you get out of your seat. Come up here. You know, I thought if their head was bowed and their eyes closed, they'd run into one of them pulses. All of a sudden, I heard, mm -hmm. <laughs> I opened my eyes up and there's a cow. My first.
first convert was a cow. A cow came in. Come in the servant, just looking at me with his eyes on me going, what's next? I look like that and I'm trying to get some usher's attention, but his head's bowed. And I see him going, he must have took a peek and laughing. This cow came in. People started laughing. It was not funny. I wanted to quit preaching right there. I'm so mad at God. God's on the throne going, look at a cow. My the boy got power. He's got cows coming to the altar. I was so embarrassed. I said, can somebody get this cow out of here? But there was a reason why that cow came because the next week they brought that cow to the slaughterhouse. That's what that man told me. He said, yeah, that cow, I guess he had to go before God before he bit the dust. And they were laughing. They'd still laugh about that. I was at the motorcycle rally this year. I mean, excuse me, not this year, last year. And some people from Ladonia, Texas came. He said, Jesse, you, you remember that guy that you met them? He said, remember that cow? Shut up, I don't talk about that cow. <laughs> First convert's a cow. But people were laughing. I went back and slept in that army cot. I said, God, then I was, I said, a cow came up. They said, well, he was easier to move. <laughs> you laugh about it, but it was tough. Now, the people that asked me were wonderful and sweet people, man. They'd come forward and pray, but my God, they asked them just looked at me. I never forget that. I thought about this sermon. I thought about Ezekiel. Can these bones live? <laughs> oh, Lord God, you know. Now, you see, that was a test. So you can't have a testimony until you have a test. I learned something. To don't book no more brush over revivals. Or make sure there's a tent with at least two ushers in the front to keep the cows out. <laughs> Can these bones live? Got back home and I thought I, was, I thought I was such a failure. But the Lord said, Jesse, you obeyed me. I preached a week there. You obeyed me. And those people blessed me. They really did. They blessed me. What I wanted was a, I wanted a steak from that cow. That's what I wanted. <laughs> but he died after I left. What are you saying? God may have you out here and taking you on, you think, this ain't gonna work. The reason why he hadn't worked is not because God's not doing so. He's commanding you to speak the word of God. I had a man the other day, I'll say this in close. I went to Wendy's, you know, I like, I like cholesterol. <laughs> I know I should, but I like it. Makes Morty mad when I talk about that. <laughs> I do, a fried chicken, Lord Jesus. I mean, I'd be if the rapture come, I'd grab a bucket and go up with it. <laughs> I just like fried chicken. I, I know I shouldn't eat that. I just like fried chicken. <laughs> I done forgot what I was going to say. Maybe the Lord didn't want me to say it. Glory to God. What was I saying? Y'all remember what I said about the chicken? Wendy's. Yeah, Wendy's. So I go into Wendy's. I sit down. Me and Kathy sit down. Now, you know, Wendy's is kind of small. You know, they got them little tables. All of a sudden I said, I hear this person behind me. I don't know. Mama. Guess who's sitting behind me? <laughs> and she must have said, who? Jesse the plants. Then I heard her say, you lying. He don't eat at no Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> she 
she, he said, no, mama, no, I'm not saying. He's, he's, he's eating at Wendy's. You lying. So I turned around and said, give me the phone. He goes. I said, what's wrong with Wendy's? Oh, brother Jesse. What's wrong with eating a hamburger? I, I know I can afford to go to a big restaurant, not this. I just want, when did y'all to help me out? Y'all to be a part of my, I'm giving you a shot here today. Glory to God. I mean, <laughs> but my point is, I just enjoyed it. I just enjoyed it. I had one man say, boy, maybe you want to go there. People might think you're broke. <laughs> eating a hamburger makes you think you're broke? I'll say this. Me and Kathy are blessed. We can go anywhere we want, do anything we want to do, but we're not stupid. I've been to some of the finest hotels in the world on vacation. I'm talking nice, okay? We're going on a vacation. I'm talking nice here. Yeah. You know how you got them Cokes and candy and all that kind of stuff in the hotel? Kathy opened up that thing, and it said, Coke, $5. She said, no, I ain't paying no $5 for that Coke. I come walking in the room. I said, what? She said, they want $5 for that Coke. Jesse, go to that store and get me a six-pack of Coke. <laughs> I said, I ain't going down there. She said, yeah, you are. I said, okay. <laughs> so I went to the store. Got a six-pack of Coke. I mean, I can buy the Coke. It's not the issue. It's the principle. It's the principle of it. I'm walking through this fine lobby with a sack of groceries. <laughs> A six-pack of Coke and some Chiwis. Because <laughs> if Chiwis are $3 a bag over there, you can get them for 49 cents. <laughs> I'm going, God, man, I'm in, I hope people don't recognize me. I heard a man say, Brad Jesse. I just kept going, Brad Jesse, yeah. Brad Jesse, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, I'll get, I can't be rude. I turned around, <laughs> and he had two bags. I'll tell you where it was. It was at the Grand Wailea in uh, Maui, Hawaii. And oh, this place is beautiful. I said, what are you doing? He said, my wife told me, you ain't spending five dollars on the coke. I said, you my friend. Come on, bud. <laughs> yeah, we can do it. That's not the issue. And I ain't looking for a preacher discount, but it's called principle. <laughs> See, I had overflow when I went to that 7-Eleven. <laughs> How many single people we have here today? Hold your hand down. Cool, man. All right. When you see a good-looking girl or you see a good-looking guy, you, you want to get their attention. Now, how do you get their attention without looking like an idiot or saying something stupid? You know, you want to form a relationship. So you, you try to go get somebody to introduce you. Well, you ought to just walk up and say, hi, I got to meet you. But you don't want to say that because you don't want her to think you're a fool or vice versa. Or too forward or too dumb. You know, things of that nature. So you're trying to form. So there's a little fear there. Think about it. Just a little fear. Just want to get close to this mama. You know what I'm saying? What's happening, mama? But you, you, know, but you don't want to say the wrong thing. Act like a fool. Sound stupid. So there's a little fear there. But once you make that step, you might go somewhere and get a Coke or be with a bunch of people and they start talking. That relationship's formed. And you get begin to talk. All of a sudden you have a date. 
Now, I'm going to tell you what the boy's thinking. Should I kiss her? Now, don't lie, guys, because that's a fact. You're waiting for the end of the day. You don't care what happens before. You're waiting to get to that door. Come here, mama, I'm going to double lip lock you today. Now, I ain't no use to lie about it because that's simply the truth. That's human nature. Don't act like y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Look at all the single people. Now, what's amazing, you think that's only for young people, but they don't make no difference if you're 80 years old. I had an 80-year-old man woke me up one time. He said, I want you to pray for me to get a woman. I said, you got to be kidding me. Are you serious? He said, I ain't dead. I said, no, you ain't dead. He said, I want a woman. I said, well, go talk, talk to her. I ain't got none here. I thought the old man was somebody blessed God, and he did get married. God sent him his mouth. But notice as you begin to form that relationship, then a fellowship takes place. Then you can re really let that girl see you the way you are, or really are. Or you let that guy see you the way you really are. <laughs> without the makeup, without the sweet smelling stuff. I'm talking, <sighs> you know what I'm talking about. And when he finally sees you, he thinks you're another person. <laughs> what happened? But you get to that point that if he don't like me the way I am, bless God, take what he gets. This is it. That's called marriage. And that beautiful girl gets up with that house coat that a dog wouldn't sleep on. And her breath, her breath will knock a, knock a maggot down. Boy, I ain't kidding. That's called reality. What you want, honey? You gonna fix me breakfast? Fix it yourself. That's called reality. But see, if you're in love, that's called fellowship. See, and it doesn't make any difference. Glory to God. That guy must have saw his wife ugly, huh? My God. No, no, I'm just joking. What I'm saying is, it's called being yourself. You got to see God the way he really is. You know, I never forget, I didn't, you know, I wanted a television man. I first thought I wanted a radio man and a television I had no idea the amount of work that is. All I could think of was, glory to God. Hello, this is Jesse Duplantis. <laughs> I realized it takes a lot longer to make a 30-minute show than 30 minutes. Plus a lot of money through these cameras. I mean, it's amazing. My God, the, the cost of these things, plus the airtime, production, all the you, you, you don't really know what you, <laughs> you may ask for something, then when you get, you go, oh, Jesus. And you know, I, I, and when you're on television for quite a while, and I've been in, on television since the 80s, you start believing in reruns. <laughs> you even get secular with it. Well, you know, they do 26 programs, 13 programs, just rerun. Ain't nothing wrong with a rerun, you know, that's not the issue. But after a while, you know, I mean, you, you just don't want to go to that television studio. I mean, it's, uh, I, I'll be honest with you, y'all see me, you didn't know it. They were going five, four, three, two, and I'm going, I'll tell you one thing, bless God, I don't know why. Hello, glory to God. How y'all doing? <laughs> Anybody need some?
your faith out there. And I'm saying, I do. <laughs> oh, you're doing just a great program. Glory to God. And your nose starts itching. And you're going, glory, glory. Oh, Jesus. And you want to just reach up there and just scratch. Oh, you feel something moving in there and you don't know what it is. And you're going, my God. And they're going, 10, 9, 8, 7. Or somebody takes the teleprompter and runs it real fast. We want to thank you for watching. We're a believer's boss. If it's any good, bless God, we thank you for everything. Go good. Now, that's funny, but it ain't funny. Many people don't ask because they aren't sure they're getting what they asked for. Why? It's called being careful, and its root is in fear. Now, I've had several ministers say, boy, that just he can handle that. He can handle that media. Oh, yeah, if you want to talk. I mean, I know how to talk. I'm like a cat. You throw me off the roof. I'm going to land on my feet. Why? Street smart. There's sometimes you got to know these things. And they work in ministry as well as they work in the secular world, but not in a bad way. You see what I'm saying? You just learn some things. I've learned some things. <laughs> Prime example, when Brother Copeland's working on my motorcycle, and he can't seem to get something done on it, it ain't working right, you never walk up there like I did and say, you know, Kenneth, <laughs> I'm saying it at his house in Colorado. I call him Brother Copeland. But the, I, might say, I said, Kenneth, yeah, he's under the trailer. Now, I mean, man, he got grease on it. He said, I said, you know, Kenneth, if I can't fi figure out how to do something, sometimes I just walk away and get it. He just looked up and said, well, why don't you do that? <laughs> I said, yes, yes. I'm out of here, baby. I'm gone. <laughs> now, what I didn't tell you was Jerry Savelle was a good, I don't know, 40 feet from going, no, no, leave him up. <laughs> and I go, what? what? He goes, no, no. That was a long time ago. <laughs> and then I, I bought some, I had some old ugly boots, which I thought were just perfect for Motorcycle ride. They were perfect. I thought looked like the Terminator. <laughs> Brother Cope looking at the boots. That's the ugliest boots I was. He cursed my boots. <laughs> Watch this. Before I left the house, the soles fell off. <laughs> they fell off. They literally come loose of the boot. So <laughs> they just looked like a like a duck. That. <laughs> so I took them. I thought the prophet cursed my boots. <laughs> Well, that must be telling me something. So I took the things and threw them in the garbage can. Well, I didn't tell him that. I just threw them in the garbage can. Well, we left. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I went and got them. I went and got them out of the garbage can. Yeah. And, and uh, I took them to a, a boot shop to have them redone, had new soles put on. And I walked in the shop and the guy said, Brother Copeland. I said, well, yeah, you know, that's the first time I'd ever been in there. I said, I got something I want you to do for me. I said, these boots belong to Jesse Duplantis. Those are Brother Jesse's boots? <laughs> so I had them fixed and sent them to Jesse. I said, the boots that got born again. <laughs> he sent them to me. I thought, he cursed my boots, and then he healed them. The man got some power. <laughs> and I wore those boots till they wore out. Not at his house, but I wore those boots <laughs> till they wore out. 
No one can take your faith or your purpose or your destiny but you. I hope this program is bringing you some joy. You know, these stories and all of them you're hearing today, they're true. And I tell you, it's just a funny thing. They're funny and God wants you to laugh. Why does he want you to laugh? Proverbs 17, 22. Can I quote it to you? A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dryeth the bones. Boy, I mean, I mean, sadness will hurt you real bad. Maybe you've been feeling a little broken lately. Remember this. Jesus is always with you and he will never leave you. Isn't that a blessing of God? See, the Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. How, how do you explain that? Because the joy is the fruit of the Spirit. Happiness is the emotional feeling. When you have that fruit of the Spirit, you have a refreshing inside of you. And that's what it's all about, ladies and gentlemen. And I mean that sincerely, and I stay full of joy all the time. That doesn't mean the devil don't come. Sometimes he may knock my happiness down, but he don't knock my joy down, because that's the fruit of the Spirit. I want to pray for you right now. I believe you're going to be refreshed. Father, in Jesus' name. Bless people today. Get them out of the mully grubs, Lord Jesus. Put them up on a high place. Father, I thank you that the joy of the Lord is their strength, and they're sensing it and feeling it right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. A simple prayer, a short prayer, but great power in it because it has the word of God in it. Do you understand what I'm saying? But just do you ever get depressed or discouraged? Well, I could, but why should I? I read the end of the book. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. We win. Praise God. Hallelujah. We're taking a trophy home. Hallelujah. I mean, we're the world champions. We are the champion of the world. Praise God. That's what I'm talking about. It's just, I just enjoy being saved. I enjoy living. That doesn't mean trouble don't come. I just don't pay that much attention to it. Why? Because it's going to go away. Because the joy of the Lord is my strength. Now, if you that don't understand that, it's the peace of God that passes all understanding. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Now, I want you to stay right there. I'm coming back in just a minute to speak another word to you. There's so many things going on here at Jesse the Plans Ministries, and we'd like to keep you aware of what's happening. So stay right there. Bless God, and I hope you're enjoying the program. I'll be back in just a moment to speak another word to you. Watch this and be blessed. Be filled with the presence of God as you watch Jesse and Kathy's anointed messages of faith. Receive free instant access to these powerful teachings today by downloading the JDM app. You will be able to stream hundreds of sermons on your smart TV, your web browser, and any mobile device. You will also have access to our weekly TV show and much more. Download the JDM app today. Available on Google Play, the Apple Store, Roku TV, and more. Jesse DePantis Ministries is literally circling the globe using every available voice. What would that be? That would be television, radio, printed page, internet, DVDs, CDs, books, whatever it takes to preach the gospel. Can you see it? Hey, can you see it? I can just see it. I can see the gospel going all over the world to every person. Every year the soul's adding up, people getting healed, lives being changed and delivered. Is that impossible? No. God thinks we can do that.
everything you see here at Jesse DePlantis Ministries was impossible. And everything we are going to do is impossible. But yet the Lord said, if you believe it, I'll do it. We are believing the unbelievable and receiving the impossible to simply reach people and change lives. I hope you're enjoying the program today because I'm enjoying coming into your home. Hey, I love my book, Living at the Top. We're featuring it right now. And God wants his children living at the top. See, this is the bottom of the book. This is the top. I want you at the top. Think about that. Jesus came to give you life and that more abundantly to the full till it overflows. How do you get it? I tell you, so many people have had this book said, this thing changed my life. For ordering information, just simply go to our website at jdm. Dot org and you will be blessed. I'm telling you, it'll help you live at the top. Partners, thank you. I trust you, you trust me, and we both trust God. That's why this ministry has never had a financial deficit in 45 years. If that's not living at the top, I don't know what is. Why? Because we believe in the hundredfold. The anointing of increases on us, and it goes on all our partners also. That's what I believe. I pray that every day. I said, Lord, if I'm a blessed man, then everyone that's a partner with this ministry has to be blessed too, spiritually, physically, financially. And I mean that sincerely. So if you're not a partner, pray about becoming one. Nothing too small and nothing too big. I'm going to tell you something. We got some big projects going on all the time. Why? Reaching people, changing lives one soul at a time. Also, for your October partnership, we're offering the latest collection of these funny sermon illustrations from our Mary Heart series, Volume 8, a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. How do you get that? You go to jdm.org to get your copy, and you will be blessed. Once again, partners, I can't thank you enough for what you're doing. You know, people say all the time, but Jesse, when are you going to retire? Well, I thought I would many, many years ago, but I've been speeding up since the day I started preaching the gospel. Got much to do and little time to do it. And you know why I need to be on this broadcast? And I don't mean that sound arrogant. The world's going to hell in a handbasket. You see it, but I'm bringing you some joy. So my God, this week, and my Lord, I, I, I'm telling you, we're going to just make you laugh. We're going to make you forget your trouble and get rid of the stinking trouble and walk in the joy of the Lord. Come on, we can do this. We can do this. You can do this. You know? <laughs> That's what it's all about. See what I'm saying? You're already starting to laugh. Some of you want to laugh so bad, you're going to look at it's okay. Just let it out. Praise God. And you'll be blessed. Plus, you can get healed at the same time because it brings healing to your body. And I mean that sincerely. So you don't want to miss any of this. This is Jesse Duplantis from New Orleans, Louisiana, saying we love each and every one of you. Come on, laugh today. Laugh all week. Laugh next week. I love you. See you soon. Bye-bye. Did you know that doubt is a habit? Yes, it is. You aren't born a doubter. You learn to doubt over time. In my book, I Never Learned to Doubt, you will learn something. And what is that? To go back in time and regain what was lost so that you can enjoy more peace, more joy, more favor, and more blessing. The wonder of faith is a pure thing. It's a childlike thing. And faith is the only thing that God responds to. When you never learn to doubt, life is so much better. I Never Learned to Doubt. It's my new book. 
get it today. Man, in that post all I said, that's all I knew about was hell, because God had just delivered me from hell. I didn't know anything else but hell. I said, I said, you're going to hell. And Tommy say, that's the truth. 